Okay, welcome back, folks. This is Captain Fred, and we're having a kind of a interesting discussion about Jews and and the direction of Republic Broadcasting Network. I, I it's it's kind of a I don't know. How about you, Murr? Do you think that we're are we making any kind of positive statement about what we really are concerned about with this network? I think so. I think. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, you're loud. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, I called back in. I don't know if I hung up on myself or if I'm getting disconnected here. That's <laughs> something weird. But anyway, um, I, I just want to talk about truth and advertising. I want to ask Paul there. I believe he's Jewish, and I think he co-hosted with Hal Turner, the FBI informant. Is that true, Paul? Uh, no, it's not. Uh, I'm not Jewish. I use the last name Geller instead of my uh, long Italian surname because, A, my long Italian surname is a tongue twister, and, B, <laughs> I wanted to basically troll the Jews to make them think <laughs> that they had an agent in Hal Turner's network. Now, at the time, just to let you know, when I started funding Hal, and I would give him uh, uh, money uh, for my show, it was because I was a true uh, believer in free speech. So I had donated thousands to Hal over the years uh, when I did my show with Hal. And it was late in my relationship with Mr. Turner where I started to suspect, and this is at other people's notions, that he could be uh, an FBI agent. And at the well, time, it didn't... What? There's no could be. He was. He showed his pay stub yeah. in court. <laughs> no, but I'm saying at the time, this was before it became public, I, I had uh, some people told me he could be a Fed. And to me, it didn't matter, because to me, the message he was putting out there, which was critical of Jews, critical of the black crime problem, and also, as an advocate of free speech, I didn't think it mattered. And actually, I was actually happy to know that the FBI was funding free speech. Hmm. See, that's, that's the yeah, way that's I saw a, it. Okay, that's an interesting and, take. That clears up and some also, things. Yeah, and also one <laughs> other thing. At, at the time, there was nobody also holding any rallies for uh, people who were white who were victimized by black crime. And with Hal, I attended uh, a rally up in upstate New York uh, for a 15-year-old boy who was beaten and who had his occipital uh, lobe broken on his face uh, by blacks. And so we held a rally against black-on-white crime. Again, nobody else in the nationalist network was holding a rally except for an FBI agent. You understand this? So mm -hmm. I... I so I thought it's he was the only one doing anything. And so that's why I have no qualms about uh, working and uh, being associated with Hal Turner. And also I appreciate even what he's doing today because I do listen to Hal Turner. And by the way, I've advocated and I've uh, behind the scenes trying to I've suggested to John Statmiller to put Hal Turner on his network because Hal Turner, by the way, does a really good show weeknights at nine o'clock at his uh, network and it would be a way to put together and conjoin forces because Hal Turner has a, would be a great asset for RBN hmm. well that's one way of looking at it by the way now that he's a 
self-avowed former FBI agent and possibly still associated with the FBI. That is true. But nonetheless, I think uh, RBN has a wide enough tent and could use the callers and and his audience, you know, to get people from his audience to listen to the network when House not on, you know. And uh, I thought it would be a smart move for uh, for RBNs, but John Stadmuller hung up on me when I suggested that. (laughs) Well, he not only uh, hung up, he hung up on a lot of people. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's the truth. You know. Well, uh, anyway, I. I, um, What network is Hal Turner on? HalTurnerShow.com. Just do a Google search and it'll lead you to it. Oh, okay. Okay, I see. Yeah. Well, yeah, but these networks like uh, like RBN and and Revolution dot com and or I mean Revolution dot Radio and and Freedom dot com. For uh, Revolution dot Radio is a one of the, is, is supposedly one of the largest in the world listener supported uh, networks and and it suffers from a lot of uh, a lot of issues with transparency too and 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 the transition right now that RBN's going through. I think it's critical. I mean, it would be a shame to lose this network because of uh, lack of guidance. I think that the, there needs to be uh, maybe a convention. Um, you know, I, I remember once I was involved with uh, with uh, John and uh, John Moore uh, talking about a uh, a way to to. To advance the network, and uh, and there was talk about having a, a network convention, something like that might be pretty interesting, and as a way to to maybe formalize a, a more, uh, um, I guess a, a a declaration of intent for this this network. Uh, without John Statmiller's guidance, the network is kind of it's, it's lost a lot of its direction, I think. Or at least well, maybe you could lost its leadership. Well, I believe I there's a lot of potential for cross pollination because some of these people share the same spirit, if you will. Mm. Like the people of American Renaissance should uh, be on this network. I mean, Jamie Kelso, I think, used to be associated with American Renaissance, and then you have B there. You have the fellows over at Renegade Broadcasting that are all, you know, similar and simpatico. And I, I just think they could, should combine forces. But never combine the forces too much where you get too much of a war chest, like InfoWars does, where then all of a sudden you're going to invite lawsuits because they're going to have a pile of money. That's the problem of making the network too big. If it gets too big, then you're only going to get sued into oblivion because the Jews are going to want to get their hands on that money, like what's happening to uh, Alex Jones. Well, you know, I think Alex Jones, after all the publicity from his lawsuit, is actually making more money than he was before that. The fine of $250 million is is chicken feed compared to what he's having coming in right now. Alex Jones isn't who we're told he is. Let's face it, people. When I told the truth about him... Melissa came in the chat room and thanked me for telling the truth, because I'm sure she's <laughs> gagged. She and Aaron Dykes. Well, Mer, we're not talking about the person. We're talking about no, the No, I'm the talking show, about... Listen, you want to network with someone that's a liar? He's an agent. You know, this is... His whole <laughs> trial that. is a show. <laughs> his whole trial is a show. He wants to retire. He'll be 61 in December. 
Does he look 40-something to you? I mean, people just don't want to face reality. And as far as Christian, I don't consider myself Christian. If you want to get down on Christians, which are crino, Christian in name only, I follow Christ and him intimately, just him. And that's how we are to know him, not through a church, not through an organization. And just like right now, we are all individuals. We're talking about a group. But we are each individuals, and we remain so. And, uh, Paul, when all this uh, hoopla with the masquerade and the nonsense started, you told people to go to Johns Hopkins dashboard and do what they say and wear your mask and blah, blah, blah. I mean, come on, man. You know, <laughs> do we have to fall in these traps just because someone else says so? No, don't, don't try to tie no. everything together because that's how you'll be brought down. Stay independent. You know, Hold we're doing like all right. Fight. All right, Mer, Mer, now that you attacked me, may I respond about that? I don't consider that an attack. I'm just telling you I'm just telling you I'm not a Christian. Mer, you brought up something I said in the back. When In the beginning of any kind of epidemic, I'm going to err with caution because we don't know at the time what was happening with that disease. It wasn't really (laughs) established. That's because you watch the media. We're not going to get uh, into please. an argument. No, that's the whole scam. In that conversation right now, I'm going to bring on uh, Chance in West Virginia because I want to keep I want to keep this direction going positively. Is Chance got dropped? How about Amit in Massachusetts? Let's bring on Amit. All right, Amit. Amit, are you on? And, and good afternoon. <laughs> help uh, us out here a little bit. I think I'm hearing Mar from Wisconsin. Uh, uh, I thank you for taking my call, and I appreciate you for touching this topic of bringing transparency to uh, RBN's finances. I have also thought about that. I have heard RBN for maybe the last two or three years, and I have heard maybe three or four times Mar has been uh, cut off <laughs> for... Uh, bringing up topics which are really to the point and very accurate, but not Thank you. to the, uh, I should say, the mindset of the given uh, host. But uh, what I want to say is that uh, bringing transparency is a very sensitive matter because uh, the data or the information divulged as a measure of meeting transparency can be used by uh, enemies to sabotage the operation or just uh, sling mud to uh, RBN's operation. So uh, if it is to be done, it has to be done in a very uh, responsible manner because the data and information can be misused. So uh, it Absolutely. is a double-edged sword, but uh, that's all I wanted to add. And I appreciate, again, touching uh, uh, this topic. I've been thinking about this for at least a couple of years, that there should be some more transparency, but it is fraught with uh, difficulties. That's all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's the point. That's the point. With, with transparency, it has to be. We have to guard uh, the, our information carefully, too. I mean, the donor's information as well as the, the, the business information, but... Um, the, the uh, like 
Amit says, uh, it's, we've got to be careful about it. Uh, and maybe a convention might be interesting if we could get together and, and have people, listeners and, and hosts get together and have some open discussions about how RBN could move into this next stage of its its life as a, uh, something that's not John Statmiller's personal thing, but a, a thing that belongs to all of us. I'm sorry, well, go ahead. Red? Oh, did you say Laura? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I wanted to tell you from the beginning here, this transparency, seeking for transparency, they know. Okay, it's well known what's going on behind the scenes. They know. There's no keeping secrets from them. I mean, look what they're doing with PayPal and whatever else. You know, everything's monitored. But if you put it out in the open, then they have the excuse to say, well, you put it out in the open, so now we can use it. Okay, I think we're developing pretty good, actually. And I mentioned in an email to you that right after Barron's show, which Rick was right near the end there of the callers, was a caller, uh, Brian, in Washington on uh, Stephen Whitener's show, uh, Thought Crime Live. And Mike Gaddy was the uh, guest. And and his show starts this next uh, Saturday at 3 p.m. Central Time. He has an hour show, but uh, Brian made the point that RBN is being renewed, and I kind of feel that way, too, because, like I was saying, when John, you know, was very dependent on everything that went on with the uh, network, and so he, he would sometimes do these things about Zionism and whatnot, but then he'd actually break into some shows and stop being racist, stop talking about Jews, you know, and, and he's had Jewish hosts and hostesses, and he still does, you know, so that's understandable. But it's it's a very touchy subject when your money depends on it. And I don't think it's so dependent upon it right now. It's just these, these three are trying to be very fair. I mean, I, I said something to Sam about, you know, being on with you today. He said, yeah, good, you know. So they're very positive about moving forward, whatever direction that takes us. Well, Mur, I don't bring people onto my show because I agree with everything they say. I bring them on because I believe that what they have to say is important to be heard. It's just like uh, uh, what Paul's saying. What he's saying is important that we hear it. Uh, you know, a lot of people don't want to get into that kind of conversation on show. And, and like you said before, uh, I sometimes you felt like maybe I stifled the Jewish question. Um, maybe not so. I think that when we discuss it, we need to be very uh, well thoughtful about how we how we discuss it and understand and, and accepting of new ideas about it too. Mur, you know, you have spent a lot of time researching and you understand so much more about it than I do. And I think I I, I cherish what you say, just like like Laura. Laura, are you still on the line? I'm here. Laura, you call up regularly and you contribute with with a few ideas and thoughts that sometimes can can move the conversation in different directions. And I, I appreciate that. And I, I like your viewpoint all the time. But um, if I have a show that only focuses on the, the Jew question um, or 
you know, I've I've focused on cannabis a lot too. If I if I speak continuously about cannabis, then I'm the guy that does the cannabis show. I I think that the fifth dimension is more a show about past, present, future, all the time, and all topics are are relevant at, at the same time. So so I don't think that this is something that we um, uh, need to. Avoid. I I kind of like that kind of combination. Uh, you know, uh, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, it's good. Is Paul still on? Uh, yeah, uh, I I just want to make one more comment, then I'm going to go, and hopefully Wes from I mean, uh, Chance from West Virginia will call in. Uh, but I just want to say that he dropped. Okay, uh, I know, but maybe he's soliciting it. Can, we can try to get him back in. But uh, one thing, I used to be a member of the National Alliance, and I remember attending uh, meetings. And, I, and I, I caused a bit of a brouhaha, and I guess I, I could be considered an agent or disruptor, but the fact of the matter is I didn't trust what they were doing with the members' fees. You know, and here mm-hmm. it is, I'm paying them a, a, a monthly fee, not mo- nominal, about 10 bucks a month to the National Alliance, and I just thought, like, if the people are chipping in for this, then why wasn't the National Alliance being honest with about their books? And now this was about the time uh, after uh, just about when William Pierce had died and then handed off the organization to, uh, I think his name was Eric Levy. And the fact of the matter is everybody who's uh, associated with a group or makes donations, now, Merce says, you know, you should give it as a gift and just move on. But... Some people want to know that the money is, is used wisely. And I just want to see what the big deal was if uh, RBN just put out a, a page and showed, like, the monthly expenses and, uh, you know, income. So just so people had an actual feel for uh, how the organization is being run. I just think it would, uh, you know, like, may actually inspire many people to maybe donate because they would want them to, you know, balance their books. And on and on that note, I think I'll go, and hopefully uh, Chance from West Virginia will call in. It's a good idea, Paul. Paul, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. I appreciate your call, and and that's exactly what I think too. I think that the the more transparency we have, and, and to an extent, it's like Amit said in Massachusetts, we got to be careful with the information that we generate. But the more transparency we have, the more that the listeners understand how their donations are being spent, I think it's going to only help the donations for this station. I think that people tend to give more freely to things they understand than things they don't. Fred, I just wanted yes. to say there's a difference in donating and being and having a membership. You know, Paul was talking about a membership and, you know, and the difference that I was saying, oh, a donation's gift. Well, it is, you know. So if you want to call it a membership, then you're more entitled to, as a member, to be more informed about what goes on. But if it's a donation, it's a gift. Well, uh, Mer, how would you consider uh, a donation as compared to being a, a Patreon supporter? Well, I guess that's, you know, you're you're paying for something, um, you know, or to help someone. But see, this is the thing. I... I really despise a Patreon all these... supporter. Well, a Patreon supporter is a monthly donation, isn't it? Or right. a monthly? I guess that kind I... of like a membership. Well, see, that's the thing. I won't have a membership or be a Patreon 
you know, I will send a lump sum of cash when I can and when the spirit moves me, and I do mean the spirit, <laughs> you know. So that's just how <laughs> I, I operate. That. That's just how yeah. I operate. I'm not going to go through any of these channels. I'm tired of it. And there is your Jewish <laughs> influence. That's true. Well, there you go. I'll it's, tell you. That's quite a, quite... Go ahead, Laura. When my husband was alive, we used to give like $100 every other month. And now since my husband's died, you know, I have nothing to give. Oh, you're giving of yourself. That's more important, Laura, right now. I need to hear from you. I I enjoy your calls, Laura, so keep it up. Nursing home I'm in, they take all all my pension and all my Social Security. For where you're staying, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how that operates. Talk about memberships. <laughs> but, you know, every time I think when I talk to you, Laura, too, I think about, and, and uh, Fred bringing up about John Moore and the uh, steady fellow there, Jeff Nyquist, and, and the way he yeah. lies, okay? And, and is oh, Israel Furster and all this other stuff. But I think about how you tried to tell him about your husband's being, you know, close to the U.S. Liberty and another ship, a tender even, that wasn't allowed yeah. to help and go to the, the assistance of that ship. And he won't even admit that that happened, all right? But this is, this is even stranger. Uh, Dave Gehari that has Money Tree Publishing and does a lot of good things, but he's a double-minded man. And a double-minded man is unstable in all their ways, it says in the Bible. Okay? What could you do that's double-minded? Well, for one thing, he stole... $250,000 from Phil Turney. That's why they're never showing up together anymore. And then oh, I, didn't, says, I didn't know that. Yeah, and here's what he says about the Liberty, okay? He says that some book he read that an uh, Israeli pilot wrote that says it was an accident. He believes that now over his own, and he's a perfectionist publicist, over his own book that he wrote for Phil with Phil's you know, input. There's no way it was an accident. Uh, that's, that's oh, suspicious. no. And, and every, I, have, I have Erasing the Liberty, and everything in there points to it being purposely done, including a copy of the order by Moshe Diane to attack it. Right. So, mm-hmm. Now, that's just one well, thing. Well, the Liberty Show. That, that makes you really sad. That makes you really sad. What's that? When my husband died, we, uh, we said no flowers. We want all the donations to go to the... Liberty movie. Right. And where did that go? Is there any movie? No. True News put out Sacrifice of Liberty. Now, see, after he got well, he was on a show. Mike Gaddy had him on on Jim Ram's show. And Jim Ram has since uh, decided to not broadcast on Eurofolk because they're all against Mike Gaddy. And he's not the liar. Dave Gehari is. That's what I'm saying. He doubled down about Sandy Hook the same way. He's sympathizing with Deanna Spingola and how Posner, he shook his hand and all this, you know, and there's more than one person playing Posner, okay? He backed out of the uh, video uh, deposition with Wolfgang Hulbig. So they dropped, the lawyers dropped that case because he wouldn't show up. Well, he said he was going to do the same thing in Madison with Fetzer, but then he did show up, and Gehari had all his travel arrangements. So he went all through this on Deanna's show, so he went. And, and like I said, he sympathized him, but she was in a bad place because her daughter recently died, and so it was a sympathy fest. But so he doubled down on that, and now 
he's doing the same thing with these people with this Speak Free Radio. I mean, they really shouldn't have started on April Fool's Day. I'm sorry to say. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this, and let's, this is, let's, this let's is, bring on Mark in Philadelphia. Cause okay, Fred, I, I, Fred, but what he yeah. says is, I don't need God. See, this is this is spiritual warfare, and it's Christ or Antichrist, and we're, the polarization just intensifies. This is where we are. And that's part of the plan, I think. Polarization it really divides people. And well, and there's nothing that we say or do that we should not understand that we are together on this network because we believe that, that other networks are oppressing our freedom of speech. So, so I don't know. Mark yeah, in Philadelphia. You're, Mark, you're missing the what have you got part. to say? Hello. <laughs> are you still there, Mark? Hi, Mark. I'm here. I'm here. What's Can you hear me? Today? Hey, Mark. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so I'd like to start off with uh, if the truth will set you free, then what about anything that isn't truth? What does it do right. to us? Keep you trapped. But it's the word it's is prison. make, Mark. The word is yeah. mark um, is make, and and make you free is makes you free even if you're still in that jail cell. Set you free is just you know maybe let uh, you out of the okay, jail cell. Well, but the first well, so, verse, the verse right before that, though, says, "If you say in my Bible, say in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free." And that that verse with the ellipsis in front, the three dots, is what the CIA has carved on the side of their wall. That's okay. their motto. Well, well, my my point here, my point here is that the reason why I listen to Republic is to to seek the truth, to seek the truth of, 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 different, of what's going on in our world right now. And I'm not alone, and I appreciate that I'm not alone, and I love perspectives from others. There, a caller into the program may bring up a perspective that I never, ever thought of, and it might be right in front of me. Like you know, it's like it's like you it's like you have your keys in your the keys to your car in your hand, and you're you're looking for your keys all over. Where are my keys? Where are my keys? And they're right in your hand, right with you already. So, I very much appreciate the callers and uh, appreciate the callers into the programs. Uh, but what I don't what this and, and and yes, I'm glad that we do have different shows programs, and there are some that I avoid. And why do I avoid them? Because they present one thing. Okay, it's the appearance. They, they appear to be standing for truth and searching for truth, but really, behind the scenes, they're not. And one of them, uh, one example, and I'm not knocking, I'm, well, I, I, look, I'm a veteran. I'm a veteran of the U.S. Navy, and my brother was in Vietnam. My father was in World War II. My grandfather was in World War II, and my great-great-grandfather was in the civil, the most uncivil war. Okay? So... It means a lot to me that somebody presents themselves to be a veteran and had served, that they would, of all people, they would seek the truth, even if it hurt them. But he will not. John Moore will not address the USS Liberty. And that really, really, really digs deep with me, and I don't like it. And I would say that to his face. I've called into his program uh, multiple times talking about, like, the Second Amendment Preservation Act coming out of Missouri, right? That was about standing for the state to take its, you know, state territory back from the federalities and where the federalities couldn't come in and just uh, go against the citizens of the state and hurt them and take away their right to bear. 
See, well, when I called in to John Moore's about that, he didn't really like that idea because then everybody would have uh, constitutional carry, and that might take away from his income that he because he's he was connected with the NRA originally he was connected with the NRA right. And he would just go on and on about the NRA, I'm telling you. NRA is a compromised organization. But anyway, John Moore was making money off of giving people uh, firearms training, which was required in the state. So when they took, you know, when they were on the edge of taking that away, he didn't like that. Why did he like that? Because it was taken away from his, his pocket. Okay? So some people, the ones that I really don't like is the ones that pretend to stand for the truth when, in fact, they're in business for money. They're money. Okay. Truth or mammon? Truth or mammon? There, well, let's boil it down to that. So, well, you cannot serve yeah. God and mammon. Yeah, so mm-hmm. that's 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 uh, uh, and, and, and as far as this, you know, uh, we the people own own the radio airwaves supposedly. Okay, we don't we don't, but we we're supposed to. Okay, that's what that's what the whole FCC is supposed to be about, really. But anyway, uh, so to me, I look at it like a community well community well okay so if somebody comes in and taints that well what do we do with them well if you're in a small community and somebody does wrong in that small community they're not going to be allowed to exist in that community for very long they'll be exiled i remember there was a time they called it let's see tar and feathering tar and feathering i wish they'd bring that back because there's a whole lot of folks that need to be tarred and feathered and shown the door (laughs) and said you're and said you're not, and tell them you're not welcome here. And we're gonna, you know, and now you got a little bit to think about. Now you, it's going to take a while to get those tars and feathers off of you. Uh, right amount, you know. Right amount so, on a rail. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So Mark, I, you, uh, you brought up some really good points, and I, I think that you, you're well spoken about this. Uh, if we had a convention, if we, if RBN had a meeting. And we could get together and discuss a lot of these issues. Wouldn't that be kind of fun? I mean, um, almost like a constitutional convention for the RBN. I don't know. I I like the idea of of being able to speak our grievances. They did have one convention, remember? Of course, we've got the problem with people traveling, you know. That is how relationships are cemented when you meet in person, in the flesh. Uh, well, I like that I do too. What? I, what? I, well, now, see, my community is like through the Jitsi, through connecting with Roger Sales, who's coming on here in a little while, and I, 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 I feel like it's my family. But these these people of this family are scattered all over our country. I, I wish they were local, but the locals seem to be. I don't know. I don't. They, they, well, I'm in Philadelphia, and this is a whole freak show, if you ask me. What's going on now? And and. and <laughs> And and by the way, this this is a power for center for those people. Now I, I won't call them by the J name. I call them pretend special people. Okay, they're pretenders. They're fakes. They're facade. They're well, liars. I call them Jews they're because ch- that's where they call themselves. Well, yeah. I, I well, call them antichrist. Antichrist yeah. oligarchs. That's who's running our country. Yep. Yeah. That's that, and 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 the deep roots uh, are here in Philadelphia. Uh, this were our, this is the first capital of our nation, and uh, by the way, Art in Philadelphia. I wish, and I, you know, Art was called into Rick Adams, and, and, and Art is incredibly informed about the deep root of the 
pretend special people in in this area, and this is a power center for them. And and now what we're now they're flaunting. See, they used to hide behind people, put front people in front of them, and now they're flaunting it. They're they're standing in front and flaunting it like the lawlessness here in Philadelphia. I mean, I, I don't know if you've heard about that, Fred, but it's 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 incredibly terrible. I mean, it's it's just it's everywhere. And they're in the in the. And Krasner, who's the attorney, or who's the uh, prosecuting attorney, is not doing a darn thing about it. And and uh, so, anyway, uh, and it's and it's it's killing innocent, a lot of innocent people, a lot. Mark, and, I'm, uh, I'm extremely yeah. familiar with the lawlessness in this country. A couple of years ago, when I was working, helping my uh, get my family in the mid cities of Dallas, Fort Worth, I was um, robbed. Twice by MS-13, and after they robbed me twice, they started shooting at me. And it's really a, a game changer when when the bullets start coming through your house. It really is. You start thinking wow. things differently. And uh, when when you're being observed constantly by by people that aren't concerned about our country, they're concerned about their own well-being, and they don't necessarily speak English. They don't necessarily speak Spanish. But um, getting shot at will redefine your life quite quite easily. <laughs> but hey, yeah, Mark, well, I, I want to. I want. Would you say on Mark? Because I, I I think that you can sure, jump sure. in when you hear something. But I've got David in Massachusetts. I'd like to hear what he has to say. David, uh, are you still on? Yeah, I'm here, Fred. I'm. Uh, I, I really don't know who I'm talking to, Fred. I'm using your name because I I just heard it on this show. Um, but hey, listen, um, it's good to hear everybody, and I don't even know where to begin, but, you know, I never call into John Moore's show, and the reason that, reason I don't is because I know, uh, I, 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 it's been a tough call for me, but I try to, uh, I try, try to weigh in for the greater good, and I know that he, he donates a certain percentage of the, uh, uh, the funds and revenue he brings in from the energy cleaner and the mattress pads and everything. I understand he donates a certain percentage to to RBN. So that's the greater good. But, good point you to know, make. I got diagnosed with a very serious disease, Fred. I'll even say what it is. I'm a very transparent per, uh, person. Uh, uh, hemochromatosis I was diagnosed uh, uh, with. And, uh, and uh, I used to listen to Lee Croft. He used to be a guest on Rick Adams. Uh, and everything. So uh, I was told that I was going to have to, um, the way, you know, the hemochromatosis is I don't metabolize iron. And, and I, when I'm undiagnosed my whole life and, and uh, my, my, my organs were beginning to fail and everything, I was in, on death's doorstep from this disease that went undiagnosed. But anyways, for about two and a half years, they had to take, take blood out of me on a regular basis, pints of blood to remove all the iron out of me. Uh, 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 that didn't appeal to me, all these, all these blood, they even call them bloodlettings, and that didn't appeal to me. So I called old Lee Croft, and I said, I told Lee what the story was, and I said, Lee, you can help me with your energy cleaner if I come out to the fountain of you? He said, Dave, do I think, do I think I can help you? No, doggone not well I can help you. You get your hide out here, we'll kill you of that hemochromatosis and everything. Well, Fred, I went out there, and I spent the winter out there, all through the holidays, and then on through the whole month of January. I became good friends with Lee and Bonnie, his wife, and, and, and with his secretary, uh, Phoebe. Uh, 
And uh, and anyways, I found out all about the energy uh, cleaner. You wouldn't believe what I found out about the energy cleaner and, and also what I found out about Lee Cock. Uh, there's so much I want to talk about, but let me say this. Uh, um, we, we used to go home, go home for supper, uh, you know, about 4.35 o'clock, and that was it. And I was the only guest there during the holidays in the whole month of January, the dead of winter. And the phone would be ringing. Uh, and my, my room that I was staying in, the bed with the mattress pads and the energy cleaner, was right next to Lee's office. And Lee's, Lee's office was open. It had a counter, but it was open. It wasn't closed in. So I'd hear the phone ringing off the hook after we went home. And, uh, and then also on Sunday, Mass, because I was raised Catholic. I'm not a Catholic now, but I'm familiar with the Catholic Church. So I used to go to uh, in St. Mary's there, um, uh, St. Mary's in uh, uh, Fulda, Fulda, Ohio. I remember that from the Fulda Gap over in Germany. Fulda, Ohio, St. Mary's. I'd go every Sunday with uh, a morning of Mass. And uh, anyways, we would take Sunday off. And, and so I said to Lee, I said, Lee, the phone rings off the hook after you leave at 5 o'clock. And it's Staying on Sunday, I says, uh, I don't mind answering the your permission. Would you like to, me to answer the phone and uh, see who's calling and get their contact information? He said, You don't have today, but be my guest if you feel a mind to, and you've got nothing better to do. Yeah, uh, take the calls and see why they're calling and everything and so on. Well, I got plenty of calls, and it was from uh, uh, people. Uh, uh, nobody said, "Oh boy, uh, this energy cleaner really works and really cured me of what ails me." No. How long does it take to work? Can I get my money back? Uh, 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 all these complaints and put their names down and their phone numbers and uh, pass them on to Lee. But uh, but I'll tell you the most telling thing. Uh, the most telling thing was. Uh, and this is the gospel truth. Uh, uh, I, I speak the truth, Red. Uh, 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 so, so, so I, I spend hours in the fountain of youth every day in the whirlpool. It was all hooked up electronic stuff. Uh, and I'd also sleep uh, with the energy clean on the mattress pads and the whole bit for, for the whole whole winter. And uh, this this was you know this was about like uh, I don't know thirteen to fourteen years ago. Well, anyways, well, Dave, uh, listen, let, Dave, let, me say I, most, let me say the most important thing. There's a throng. I was Airbnb. Some of the callers. Let, let me say, go let me on, say and on, on and on and on. Well, David, hey, listen. I don't want to discuss the energy cleaner. The question wouldn't be about the energy no, no, cleaner. No, the question, the, no, the question, up, the say, question let me is. Let the most important thing. Let me, let me finish with saying just one last and most important thing, okay? Yeah, we got one more call to take, too. Barney, his wife, came up to me privately uh, after I'd been there for about six weeks. And Barney came up to me privately, and she says, Dave, you get on back up there to Boston to your doctors. I'm, I, 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 she said, let me tell you what the truth is. She said, we, we, we. We, we shipped over in his, in his all-terrain all vehicle, and uh, 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 he has traumatic brain injury. They had to scrape his brain. Okay, okay, David, we have to move on. We can't wait for this. But the, the, the call, excuse me, excuse me. The call isn't about the, call isn't about the, uh, the product. The call is 
about host selling products on the network. And if the network benefits from the selling of the host products, uh, how is that governed? Like, uh, I thought if I wanted to monetize my show, how could I make money? And I came up with several ideas of things I could sell. I I was looking at possibly selling CBD back uh, uh, when I did the previous Fifth Dimension show, but that didn't work out quite so well. But, uh, you know, if I came up with Captain Fred's uh, miraculous bidet um, and, and I sold that online, it wouldn't be about the miraculous effects of my bidet, but it would be more about the profits and how I would share that with RBN. And that's, that's I think, part of what I wanted to bring up is how, how we've been taken over by the Jews in this network. Because I'm not really sure that, that selling in the temple of RBN is kind of like the 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 picture that Christ painted, but anyway, we got another Dave in New York. Dave, uh, come on aboard and tell us what you what's on your mind, please. Uh, yes, hi, Captain Fred. I, I don't think I I uh, called into your show before. I I didn't really even listen very much, but a little bit before to your show. But um, what I think the most important thing um, for a host is that they be honest. When they're incorrect or shown to be incorrect, they admit it, and that they're sincere in in getting the truth. Because, uh, like many have said recently, you know, seeking the truth uh, um, as hit gold is what is what saved people from getting a jab and all kinds of different problems. And I see that we have two hosts that really aren't selling anything, um, but these are to me, the most reliable, honest, sincere people, and that would be Roger Sales and Chris Steiner. Those are the two most sincere, and I'm not, I haven't listened to your show enough to say anything about you, uh, Captain Fred, but, and I don't want to speak about particular people. Um, hosts, I've already made I like, comments. I like Chris Hinckley, too. Chris Hinckley doesn't sell anything. Yeah, he, he doesn't. Uh, boy, That's I go to sleep, smart though. Man. Maybe he is, but... Uh, I go to sleep talking about all these, making all these references that I can't follow, and that's just whatever. It depends on what you. I know and that's what I'm thinking you. about. It's not him. It's it's the it's the overlap integral between the two. It's a Venn diagram. So, you know, um, but uh, you know, different. I don't want to talk about any of these people, but um, sometimes when you are um, selling something, it can pervert. Um, your integrity in various subtle ways. And this has been told to me by someone who has observed the network in particular people. And, um, for example, there was one fellow who wasn't selling anything, and he, he was on a show where they're selling things all the time. And uh, he said, listen, I'm the only one who's not on there selling things. And he's very sincere about what he was saying, uh, saying he's the other truth teller. But uh, I think he was much more intelligent than most of the people. Um, and uh, But he, he's no longer um, participating much at all, um, for whatever reasons. Uh, I can't really say. But, uh, but I think that, um, I mean, what about this, uh, this Itera character? Um, and is there a way to have uh, 
RBN market that. If if we find it to be good now, I found maybe some positive results for me. I I haven't tried it enough, I think, and uh, but other people reported very good results on that. Uh, and yeah, then that's just individual distributorship. That's just, and it's not a medical device. So yeah, you just need to keep that in individual hands. That doesn't need to be a marketing. Well, device. why why does it why does it have to be? I mean. It, it, it could be. I, I mean, any kind of a person could sell it. So yes, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Not on the radio. I wouldn't say. You know, individual through the each individual. Now, like Roger, he had it, devoted one of his shows towards it, and you can buy them from him. Yeah. But it's, and Angry has also. Yep, yeah, and, and Jim Ram, and yep, yeah, a lot of them. It's, well, it's this really is a, this is a suggestion for for you, Captain, to to consider. <laughs> you asked asked a question, so um, there's a there's an idea. I don't know. Um, just because of the, pro- uh, the I think potential. I think what we're trying to do, to do. I think what I'm trying to do is is make a distinction about what is the uh, the proper use of this network. I mean, is it proper for us to sell products to promote our network or to promote ourselves? Um, well, the podcast I, is I, good. I, you have to understand, Absolutely. though, everybody has to make some money. A lot of these right. hosts don't have jobs. That's the bane of our and existence, is living with this currency. Yeah, so That's uh, true. I, I would say just make sure, uh, have a check in, in the people who are selling things, that they don't get carried away with that aspect of it and ignore being um, sincere and honest about the truth. Uh, and... And maybe overrepresent some products. Uh, I don't know. The energy cleaner. I didn't have a serious enough problem, I guess, for it to help me. But uh, someone who I know had a had a little uh, problem with their arm that was more of an acute thing, and it seemed to help uh, help them uh, reduce pain and things. But uh, that's all I could say. Well, Dave, uh, I think. uh... I think that the individual hosts need to be able to support this themselves before they can support the network. And and as far as John Moore is concerned, John Moore spends 15 hours a week on a show in this network, all right, in defense of John Moore. And that's well, a lot uh, of work. Yeah. yeah. That's well, a lot of work. That know. might be uh, ads and, and lead-in music. But, and and that's a bit problematic. I think still, it takes a lot of still requested to have an, He still requested to have an extra hour back when John was still alive because he yep. had the audience. So, of course, that's a good platform then to try to raise revenue for the network. And John said, what, what paid for it was that fellow at, you know, at night, they do this Christian thing. He was paying $1,000 a month for that. That's pretty entertaining too. I enjoyed listening to some of those prayers. They were, they were, they were interesting. And they're paying. Just yeah. they pay, mm-hmm. they pay yeah. regularly, no problem. I think, I think he said two thousand a month. I think it's, it. I think maybe it was more than that. Yeah. Uh, that Miller said they pay because his congregation well, likes to tune in and listen to him. John uh, made decisions like that easily because it was just John. This network uh, it can't make decisions like that anymore unless it's the board that we don't really know or understand. So 
you know, that's, that's, that's part of the transparency. That's part yeah. of what I want to try to, to start working on right here. Dave in Texas. Let's bring on Dave in Texas. Dave, are you still holding for us? Oh, oh, oh. I think Dave dropped off of it. But, okay, Dave in Texas. Dave, New York's off. Dave in Texas. Dave, hello. Yeah, there you go. Hello, Dave. Hi, guys. You know, I I understand your conversation about the the network, but as host, you are a host on a network. Somebody that makes donations is giving a gift to the network. They're not investing like buying stock in something. You know, you've got to narrow your definition of terms down. So I don't think you're even speaking the same language. I think if people want to donate, they can to just about anything. They can send me a donation if they'd like. I don't ask for donations. <laughs> but um, the, uh, the the reason why I, I was trying to define donors and donations is so that we could start to un- have a language, that we could create uh, an understanding of how the network can continue and how we can make this venue uh, what it's destined to become eventually is the leader in free speech. And, you know, we, we have a, an obligation to the listeners on RBN to, to try to let, let ideas come about. And that's, that's what uh, I think Dave in New York was saying that uh, he enjoys listening because he gets different ideas. And that's, that's the magic of RBN is that the callers, there's so many good callers and, and intuitive conversations, people investing their time into the conversation. Um, we've got a few more minutes left. I've got a couple more callers. Let me bring in Melissa in Maryland. Melissa, uh, how's the weather today? Oh, oh well. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, yeah, we may have an issue with this uh with the call board right now, which is another thing too. If we, if we could, if we had some more monies and for some new equipment, we could, uh, we could handle a few more callers. Let's, let's bring on Melissa in Maryland. Melissa. Okay. Hi. 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 Hi, Melissa. You there? I don't think, I don't think she's there. Are you there? I see. I can hear her. (laughs) <laughs> I'm Melissa. I hear somebody. Yes. <laughs> I hear somebody. I think we three girls are having our own show. Okay, well, maybe we are. I hear somebody. Okay, well, anyway, should I just continue? Go ahead. Can I hear somebody you. hear me? I hear you, Melissa. Okay. I hear all right. You all right. No, no. I, I was just making the comment that when you call RBN, you get on quickly. They have the manners and the decency to put you on quickly, and you don't have to wait 40 minutes to talk to somebody like you do on terrestrial radio. But anyway, since you're having a general discussion about RBN, I do have a respectful request. If somebody has 5, 10, 15 minutes to do this, okay? Um, I I think that it would, I mean, I I have it for my own personal records, but it's not up on the website, I don't believe. I'm not complaining about this. It's just a request. You all have the manners and the decency to have a listen over the phone option. And if you didn't have that option, you know, there would be some that 
you know, didn't would not be able to get Orbi in because that's the way that they listen is by phone. So my request would be, it is not at this time accurate what our selections are and what the show hosts are. Like um, the Trump Clubhouse is available over the phone, but it's not listed. And there are others that are available by phone and not listed. I think that maybe number two, um, you know, is accurate. Um, number three is accurate. Um, but the the other show selections and the mainstream is accurate also. Like, you know, when we are, we either, when we dial it, we either press one or we patiently wait and we will get the mainstream and that's accurate. But the other show listings, I'm not sure are accurate. So somebody ought to go through the menu and see what it is uh, listed and see what we actually get. And then please make a new list. For the um, for the website, so you know, put it somewhere on the website so that people know which numbers match which shows. Because, like, I think that we can get Road Warrior Radio. Um, if you if you understand what I'm saying, you just got some old shows. Um, when you called, it's like it says it's the old show, but it's not the old show. It's another show. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, and I've heard this before uh, for a long time. You know, I think it's just keeping up with the uh, rotation or whatever, and, you know, it's probably just a little fine-tuning or, you know, if anyone has time to take care of that. So, yeah, but that's actually... I think, uh, it's, I think, it's, I think it's more what Merce says, uh, uh, having the time to take care of the website. is really a... You know, you've got three producers right now that are working full-time shifts, and, and it's kind of hard to... To, to, to run the board, to run the calls, and produce a show, and then update the website, too. So that's a, that's a good point. That's a good point. Thanks, Melissa. Melissa, okay, I wanted yeah, to talk to you. Good work. Melissa, okay. Okay. listen. Do you remember yeah, a long time ago you asked about somebody to, to raise credit scores? If there's a company, and there is a company called scoremaster.com. Would you spell that, please? Score, S-C-O-R-E-M-A-S-T-E-R. I'm not sure if it's plural or not, dot com. Okay, score I think they might be a good, uh, good, might be a good person to to advertise on RBN. The Patriots could always use their credit scores to go higher. Okay, so you mean that they give directions and a timeline for raising the credit score? Yes. Okay, I, I will, right I will they check ar- that out. Right. And, yeah, I'll, I'll, t- I'll check right that out. Right now they advertise on Glenn Beck. Okay, yeah, I wonder if they would be convinced to, to advertise on, on RBN. But, okay, scoremasters.com. Okay, yeah. Now, yeah. I will, um, and I mean, I can I can help somebody out if, if, if they want to, you know, uh, figure out which shows, uh, are on, you know, which numbers, but it looks like, you know, the, the show by phone is like has a capacity for like 10 shows, you know, 10 numbers on the phone and, and 10 shows. But yeah, because it's, it's like when, when you press, I think when you press six, you get the Trump clubhouse, but that's not what it says on the phone that number six is. So yeah, you understand what I'm saying about that. Okay. Thank you. Keep up the good work. 
Thank no, you, that's, a, that's, a, that's some really uh, thoughtful, useful information. I think uh, I, I've not actually ever used that service, but, uh, you know, uh, that, that technology is something we could expand on here at RBN. And that's something that we would address, too, if we, uh, you know, like some of, the, some of the expenditures that the donations go to might be to update that service. I, I think it's a great idea, as a matter of fact. I know that, that we've had problems today with the equipment that we got because we can only handle four callers at a time we've had to to, to let a caller drop before we could bring on a new caller there but we're we're mm-hmm. running uh we got about three or four minutes left to go on this show today and mer i asked you to come on the show today because well i enjoy listening to you <laughs> you you have oh, good information you. and <laughs> and you you really contribute a lot as as laura and uh and as as the other callers, do you have anything that you'd like to say about what we've discussed today, or or do we do we just kind well, of take that and keep on moving along? I think we should try to I, to make some positive steps towards having uh, something solid for this network. Yeah, well, I think we need to appreciate what we do have too. And there's a verse, John fourteen eight: If God is all you have, you have all you need. I know they need two more people. Wednesday and Friday, they ran reruns of Mike Herzog's show. They got two spots open for somebody. I'd like to see Bradley Dean, Sons of Liberty. I think that there's a lot of people that host other networks that would love to come on RBN. And that would be, if we had someone that could handle that kind of sales, that'd be nice to work on too. But until next week, this is Captain Fred. This is the fifth dimension. You've been listening to me and Murr. Uh, we'll be back. Have a good one. We will find you acting on your best behavior. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBTalk.com and join the social media revolution. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.